You are now tuned in to the AddictedToSuccess.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next-level game-changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on AddictedToSuccess.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. Now today I have a special guest who's a uh, fellow Aussie by the name of Matt Ryman and he holds a master's in applied human sciences. He's also a lecturer and clinical educator at several universities in Australia and he's been recognized for his passion and his excellence in educating doctors, health professionals and fitness experts globally for the past 10 years. Uh, Matt has also founded seven businesses in health and medicine over the past 10 years. And most recently, he actually launched a app, which is called ph360.me, if you want to head to the uh, site right now and check it out, which is the world's first smart health app based on personalized epigenetic and gene expression. So uh, Matt, super excited to have you on the uh, call today and thank you so much for joining us. Great to be here, Joel. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no problems, buddy. Your uh, your work interests me quite a lot. I'm I'm all about the body and the mind and uh, you know how it all works. So I'm very excited to get into you know some more depth on understanding more about epigenetics and gene expression and how we can uh, implement the understandings of this into our game plan for success. So there's this big, uh, I guess not so much a debate because it's it's been proven recently, but I think a lot of people do use this as an excuse where they say that their genes determine their future. So can you kind of debunk this uh, myth? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think it's, uh, it's quite a hot topic actually in, in science and medicine and even kind of broaching over into the public realm now. Uh, it, it was thought you know, for quite a long time, the Human Genome Project started back in 1989 um, you know, with Bill Clinton Initiative. And uh, you know, really, we've been going for quite a long time on genetic side of things. And most recently, um, yeah, probably in the last sort of five or ten years, this concept of epigenetics has been more popular. And especially in the last probably two years, has been you know, gaining a lot of momentum in science and, and medicine areas. And now, just starting to broach into a bit of stuff that you read on the, the internet, and and uh, you know, the public starting to, to ask a few questions about what is this thing called epigenetics? And really, the the definition, um, I guess, of epigenetics, epi is derived from the Greek word that means outside or on or above. So it's the things outside of our genes that actually influence our genes. And if you think of your genes like light switches um, that you can switch on or off, these epigenetic uh, factors can actually influence which genes are switched on and off, which actually helps determine your, your health status, uh, the function of your, your brain, your body, uh, and uh, you know, especially on your performance, your success. So it's, uh, you know, I guess, now, now being very scientifically debunked, the, the old myth of, of genetics or blaming, <laughs> blaming your situation or your, your, uh, your, your, situ- your circumstances on genetics, it's, it's now very, very clear uh, in science and medicine that your genes do not determine your future. And there's a lot of things you can do to control the way that you, you know, certain genes are switched on and off, which actually determines your health, determines your future, uh, and determines a lot of the way that your brain works, your psychology, uh, and many, many other things. Uh, a lot of fascinating areas in, in neuroscience, in, in uh, endocrinology, looking at you know, differences between hormones and, and brain function, you know, particularly around, focused around performance and success, which is obviously the, uh, the demographics of your audience today. Beautiful, beautiful answer. Thank you so much. So is it fair to say that our environment has a massive impact on our success or do you think uh, we control a lot of it from within? 
Yeah, well, I think it's it's an interesting uh, conversation, uh, one that will probably be happening for quite a long time. But it, it really is your environment and your lifestyle that are the things that we have control over. Uh, our, gene- our genes are our genes, and so our, our code, our genetic code, is is our genetic code. Uh, but we have the the capacity to be able to control the way that that's expressed and control who we are, um, you know, through our environment and our lifestyle. And so the environment or your know, lifestyle, we talk about yeah, internal environment or external environment. And uh, it's interesting, I guess, you know, the concept of personalized health and epigenetics that go hand in hand is really is uh, the, the conversation that we're having a lot at the moment. And uh, the concept of personalized health is really talking about health that's unique and specific to you. And um, you know, when you consider the fact that health is so personalized and our performance is so personalized, our success is so personalized, when you, you combine personalized health with epigenetics, you're really starting to get a much more, a much clearer picture uh, of what you can actually do to control your circumstances and your outcomes. And uh, I won't go into too much of the science. I don't know. I don't want to bore people. I'm not sure how, how detailed this conversation is going to get. <laughs> Try and get it pretty light. But if you think of your genes, you know, the DNA that you have that you're made up of, uh, and then these epigenetic things outside of your genes uh, that influence, which are switched on and off, that actually equals who you are right now. So if you stood in front of the mirror, you looked in the mirror, the color of your eyes, you know, there's many genes for the color of your eyes. If you look at your hair color, your leg length, your finger length, all these things, we don't often consider that we've got genes for all these physical traits that we have. And when these genes become activated, we become who we think and who we look at in the mirror. Uh, and so our body on the outside is actually a direct reflection of our health on the inside at any given point in time. We don't, don't often think about things like this. Um, but, you know, the, the good or the most interesting questions are can we change this? You know, what's hard-coded? You know, like our short or long legs or our broad or thin shoulders in our genetics and what's plastic and changeable, like what do we actually have control over, like the strength of our muscles or the sharpness of our vision, the size of our waist, you know, the, the, uh, the smartness of our brain, uh, you know, our, 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 I guess really our capacity for success. And so we talk about these epigenetic factors of these things that we can control and the, you know, from the broader sense they are our environment and lifestyle and what I mean by that in the, the concept of the, or the category of the environment, we talk about the foods that we eat. Um, you know, whether we're talking about gluten, whether we're talking about doing, you know, dairy-free or juice fasts or paleo diets or Mediterranean or high-carb, low-carb, no-carb, all the different, you know, confusion that's out there, which one do you follow? There's actually a specific uh, foods or, or a series of foods that's really good for any person at a particular point in time and that changes regularly depending on who you are because that changes quite often. We talk about our social interactions as part of our environment. You know, are we in a relaxing state of environment? Are we, you know, in a stressful state? Are we happy? Are we depressed? Uh, we talk about our indoor spaces even, um, you know, our dust, our mold, air conditioning, natural light. You know, if you're sitting there trying to be a, a budding young entrepreneur uh, and you're sitting in these conditions that aren't uh, inducive to your hormones, uh, your brain chemistry, you're not going to get the results that you need to. Talk about our outdoor places, even the climates, the allergens, toxicity levels around us can all influence our health, our performance, our brain function, our success. Um, in the lifestyle departments, we talk about the exercise that we do or that we don't do. Uh, we talk about you know, the careers or our natural talents, our hobbies, what we do with our time, which is so important from an entrepreneur's point of view uh, and especially when you're talking about success that you really need to be considering what is right for you and what you're naturally good at. Uh, we talk about our sleep you know, or lack of sleep for, for a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, uh, you know, our mind, um, even our spirit. And the, I guess the concept of epigenetics here is that we have the power for things outside of our genes to actually influence the way they're activated. We literally can switch our genes on and off. And uh, you know, this power really is, is amazing and we can 
you know, use this uh, in a, an amazing capacity now to help control you know, even our own thoughts, our actions, our emotions, our behaviours, which really equals our own success. So even science is now saying, yes, we can control our own success. Yeah, that's wonderful. And that's the thing that I love about this message is that it all starts with you. You know, I think uh, a lot of people could easily just say, well, you know, my life was like this before, but at any point in time, you make a decision to move forward. You make a decision to change your lifestyle, even if it's implementing one or two new things into your life. Uh, Why do you think it's hard for a lot of people to uh, implement habits or positive habits that are going to take them to that level of success they need to be at. They know they need to do it. Why do you think they? a lot of people are don't? Yeah, well, there's, that's, a, that's a pretty pretty big topic actually and there's a number of different factors. I won't go into all of them in detail now but um, the messaging around society is difficult uh, at best and so we see a lot of things that are very hard for us um, to, to actually differentiate from what is good for us and what is not good for us at a particular point in time. Uh, the media, the marketing, the messaging that's out there uh, can be quite addictive and quite convincing, um, you know, which is actually the psychology of marketing to be able to you know, convince us of things that aren't so great for us that, and they do a really good job of that actually a lot of the time. Uh, we also have a, a big um, you know, area of interest in neuroscience and uh, it's interesting, we, I was doing an interview the other day with uh, one of the, the head neuroscience guys at uh, UCLA in California and we were talking about the, the patterns that exist in people's, you know, how, to, how can you teach an old dog new tricks, which is one of the things that's very difficult. And we talked about a lot of different things from you know, past traumas, histories, childhood experiences, and, you know, the abilities to be able to change those states. Uh, and, you know, some of the patterning that they see when they're, you know, we're hooking up uh, brain imaging from EEG to look at brain activity in certain patterns that exist. And you can actually see in people, even when they're playing, you know, states of music, for example, uh, and you know the the areas of their brain in the creative states are, are very very well lit and and functional. Uh, you know this one example that uh, that he used at the time, which was fascinating, was about a a man who'd had trouble growing up in his childhood with his dad, who was an alcoholic, and went through and and he had when even when he was playing music in his flow state, he had this this pattern at the back of his brain that was always firing off, and it, it, it fired you know multiple times a second. And so went through and, and had a look at that in a lot more detail, and it turns out it was firing about a thousand or to fifteen hundred times an hour. And this this pattern, you can imagine, if you've got parts of your brain that are firing off that regularly, you can imagine that the patterns that are getting ingrained in that's per hour. Imagine that over eighteen years. Uh, this is, and these are things that are very, very, um, you know, I guess, uh, uh, exist quite significantly in a lot of people who have had issues in, you know, maybe in their growing up years. Uh, in their, their childhood um, and even some traumas as they get through through life uh, and a lot of the, the science even epigenetics is quite new but is showing that it actually crosses generations uh, which a lot of people have been talking about for quite a long time but the science is now catching up with that um, so these patterns exist and it's it's quite hard to teach an old dog new tricks but the good news is that you can uh, and uh, again we've we've shown with neuroscience that even people in this situation can undergo some exercises some techniques and really understand what's right for them and can actually change and actually eliminate those patterns completely. Uh, so the good news out there, if, if you have felt like that's your situation where it's been really hard to change your behaviours and hard to change some patterns that's ingrained, you know what you should do but you find it difficult, you know, the good news is that we've got some great tools that are coming out now in, in the science and medicine field such as PH260 that you mentioned before that can really help you with that, that uh, process and we can actually now you know, create a new slate if you like. The brain is so powerful to be able to learn new things that anybody in any situation can change the tune. If they don't like the music that's playing, go and change the record. Um, so now we've got, got tools that are coming out that, uh, that help people do that. Wonderful. I love this. I love this. So what would you say is the most effective way 
to prune these uh, neural networks or even maybe uh, redirect them because I know that you know all of it is is really just uh, creating new neural networks, right? So how right. will we actually uh, redirect them into another direction to be able to break that habit or at least change that habit? Yeah, sure. Well, let, let me give you a bit of a, a little bit of a science answer on that one because um, yeah, we're coming from a bit of a scientific conversation today. Yeah. So if we talk about you know the epigenetics here. So if you think of you know if we talk about specific epigenetics from a science and medicine point of view, we talk about these specific bundles of DNA and protein, which are called histones. That, that are either made accessible or inaccessible for the cell to activate each of our genes. Um, if we zoom out and we think big, we think of our epigenetics as our environment and lifestyle, which are the things that actually determine you know, the very chemical reactions those at the microscopic level in each of our cells. And so we've, uh, you know, there's an, an international collaboration of many leading doctors and scientists and researchers that we've been working with over the past 10 years um, to really answer this question. Um, and it's really is we're, we're trying to say, look, yeah, if we if we can now know about our gene activation and gene expression, um, you know, without doing you know invasive tests and all these sorts of things, how can we make this knowledge accessible so that people can really understand what's right for them, you know, to eat, to live, to work, to play, uh, but particularly in regards to success. And this comes down to what are the best foods that you can eat for your brain function and for your neurochemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the best environments? you know, both indoors and outdoors that can induce specific hormones to be released and achieve your flow state. You know, what's the best exercise for you to do? You know, maybe it's something, you know, from plyometric training all the way through to the other end to meditation. Um, you know, what's, what's the best for you to enhance your relaxation, to improve your confidence, your performance, your awareness, your creativity and, and your perspective on life? Um, you know, what's the best natural talents or what natural talents do you actually have that exist that are inherent in your physiology um, are you an artist? Are you an accountant? Um, are you an entrepreneur by nature? Uh, and even in that, there, you know, there's so many different types um, that we need to consider. Uh, you know, where it's such a personalised conversation that even the the concept of you know per, a personalised flow state, you know, or performance or success is so individual for everybody. And if you think about it, you know, you've got you talk about you know, this this platform here of success. You know, you've got Warren Buffett, who's extremely successful in his own right. You've got Richard Branson, who's very different and very, very successful entrepreneur in his own right. You have Steve Jobs, who's a very, very successful person, you know, very innovative. Um, you've got Oprah, who's a, you know, a star out there shining light on other people. All these people are very, very successful, but they're all very, very different. If you had Warren Buffett trying to do what Oprah's doing, you know, it'd probably end in tears. If you had Oprah trying to do what Warren Buffett was doing, it'd probably end in tears. Um, but these people, are, they've harnessed their, their performance, their natural abilities, their natural flow states, they know what they're naturally good at and they focus on that and they thrive on that. And that's something that uh, is, is such an important concept to understand is that, um, you know, to answer your question, it's so individual. You have to find out what's right for you. You have to find out what you're naturally good at. And, you know, and we've got these, these tools available now that you can find this out without having to go through the, you know, the trials and tribulations of 10 or 15 or 20 years sometimes of learning the hard way as, as most uh, successful entrepreneurs will tell you. you know, they've tried and failed many, many times and, uh, before they have success. And so... These, uh, you know, they, we talk about the, you know, Einstein saying is always a, a classic that, you know, if a fish was judged by its ability to climb a tree, it would go around its whole life thinking it was stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we often, you know, think about, you know, we try and do, we look at Richard Branson and say, what did he do? Let's go copy that. Or we, you know, we often get told and taught, hey, here's the blueprint for success or, or here's some things that we, you know, you guys should follow and here's the 10 tips that every good entrepreneur must have. You know, often it's something you need to really stay, take a step back and go, you know what, what's right for me? 
you know, if again, if Warren Buffett followed Oprah's ideals for success, he wouldn't be successful because he's a very, very different person, operates very, very differently, and has a lot of success with that. And uh, one of the areas that we're you know, quite interested in changing in the longer term and the bigger picture is actually the education system, um, because <coughs> excuse me, the education system teaches us to focus uh, on what we're not good at. Uh, in school, if you remember back to school, uh, if you get A's, a couple of A's in some subjects and you get a B and a C or a D or whatever your rating system was, where, was whenever you, wherever you are in the world right now, when you do get those C's or D's, you're told to focus on the C's and the D's and it's something that you have to actually go through and spend all your time focusing on the things that you're not good at. Um, when we you know, just accept that we're good at getting the A's, the actual way that we should be living our life and especially as an entrepreneur looking for success it's actually understanding what we got A's in and going, you know what, I'm really good at maths and chemistry. I'm going to focus on maths and chemistry. I'm getting A's in those. What I should do is put all my time and effort and intention into those, those things and go and get A triple pluses in those. And you know what, who cares about music and sport? They weren't for me. Um, the beauty is that there's someone else in the world that's excellent at, at to music and sport and I can just team up with them. And so the whole key to success you know, with, with the, you know, the entrepreneurial community these days uh, and anyone who's uh, who's an expert or who's who's a you know I guess a, a leading expert in in the entre- entrepreneurial space will go ahead and uh, and be very clear on saying you know what you should focus on your strengths you should focus on your natural talents and you should go and absolutely dominate those areas and then just hook up and JV and, and connect uh, with other people in business that are great at what they do uh, and that is really the power and, and the uh, I guess an answer a short answer for those looking for success is focus on what you're good at and really strive to be the best at those areas and then just connect up with your team of others that are really great at, what, at, at the areas that you're not so great in. Yeah, no, that's a great answer, Matt. And uh, who you were five years ago or 10 years ago doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be that same type of person, have the same interests, same strengths as well. I think that you know we're constantly growing and constantly changing. And that was proof when I picked up one of my old school reports last week when I was cleaning out the uh, house. And I found that uh, in English, in year 10, I was uh, I got an F and it said, oh, D. And it said that Joel has a high probability of failure and suggested that I didn't even choose that <laughs> subject yeah. in the following year. And it's funny. I make money. I make my full-time income from writing articles <laughs> online and you know, publishing articles. So it's just, uh, it's just funny to see that because it doesn't always mean that, you know, that's where you're always going to be. Your life changes. The way you think of changes course. too. Of course. And, and actually the power of, of, uh, of gene expression, we look at, um, you know, we, we've talked about personalized health and epigenetics. Um, we've actually, we measure the way that the genes are expressed. And I won't go again into too much depth on that. But what it means is that you are a changing being. You know this when you think about it, but everything about you is changing constantly. Um, if you if you are jumping, uh, uh, you're in Australia at the moment. If you were living in northern Australia and it's you know quite warm and hot and muggy, and you jumped on a plane and, and uh, flew to Antarctica, you're going to get off the plane. You're going to be pretty fresh. You're going to be cold. You're going to be sitting there, and you're going to get off the plane, and you're going to go, oh, I'm freezing. Just take me to my hotel. I just want to get there. I want to eat some warm soup. I want to feel you know, you know something just hearty. Just get me there. I want to get there. Um, if you walked outside instead, or, or jumped off the plane in Bali, for example. You'd be like, hey, how's it going, everybody? This is fantastic. Uh, let's have a fresh juice and let's go and celebrate. So <laughs> just even even though that you're the same person who's sitting there right now, when you jump into a different environment, you're instantly a different person. You, your body needs different foods. Your body, you know, if you're in Antarctica versus Bali, you're going to eat different foods. Your body needs different foods because of the environment. Um, you're actually different in terms of the way that your hormones work and even in terms of your neurochemistry and the way your brain functions. And if you just even think about what I, you know, the example I gave there, 
where you got off the plane in Antarctica, you didn't even want to talk to anyone. You just wanted to get off, like just get me into the to, to the taxi, take me to the hotel. I just want to get there and warm up. You, you weren't interested in being social. weren't interested in, in uh, being who you are and, and elaborating. When you got to Bali, you were like, "Hey, let's talk to everyone and meet ten new friends in the first five minutes." So even you know just the the weather and our environment that we're in changes our brain chemistry, changes our physiology, and changes our behaviors, our thoughts, our emotions, and our outcomes, our performance, and our success rates. And so to truly capitalize on who you are and your ultimate success, you need to find out what's right for you. You need to find out how unique you are. Don't be that fish and, and sit around you know, trying, to, trying to figure out what everyone else has done and how they got successful. Go and find out what's, what's great for you and be successful in your own right. So obviously strengths are a huge part of success. And especially if you want to, you know, reach the multi-millions or you want to get to that level of just uh, constant success. But if we're talking success in a different area of your life, such as, you know, good relationships, uh, healthy living, balance and so on, because success is subjective, right? Everyone has a different definition of success. But for you to excel as a human being, to grow and to be more positive, what would be that one key thing that you believe is a major factor in this? Does it come down to mindset or is it habits or what area do we need to focus on? Yeah, well, that, that's that's really hard for me to answer that, Joel. And the reason is it's different for everyone. And I know this sounds like the answer that you never want to hear, but it actually is. Uh, and the example I used before about the, the climate, sometimes people can just change their environment and they can be successful. Um, you might go and fly to... Uh, you know, to the you know, to Bali as we suggested before, or you might go to, to the Caribbean or somewhere nice, and that change of environment may actually uh, be enough to spark different changes in your physiology, to have different parts of your brain region more active, to have a whole flow of creativity. Maybe you're a copywriter and you go there and you write the best copy, and you copy you know, you, you're back to writing your twenty five or fifty thousand dollar copy sales letters. Uh, maybe you're an artist that's looking to perform and get on stage internationally. Uh, and changing your environment just opens up the social aspect that brings so many different uh, words to your mouth and words to to the songs you're writing that you just didn't have flowing when you were living in London, for example. Uh, maybe it's something that you actually decide that you know you change locations, but it doesn't make any difference at all for you. Maybe it's something that's the food you're eating and you realize that you're eating too much of the maybe maybe it's gluten and dairy that's keeping you tired in the afternoons. And you're always sluggish and you're trying to you know you're working sixty or eighty hour weeks, but you're just just you know on the treadmill and always going round and round and round. You can just change your diet and, and go to a, a diet that's more specific for you that's, that's actually correct for you and suddenly you realize you've got different areas of your brain lighting up. You've, you're more creative. You're more flowing. You've you suddenly got a million times more energy. You're sleeping better and just through your foods, you can get that, that, uh, that same outcome. For some people, it's they don't change their foods or their environment. They just start doing some different types of exercise and maybe it's even the exercise that they're doing. They, they change from their afternoon routines to the morning routines. Maybe it's the time of day. Maybe it's they were doing you know, strength workouts, trying to get buff in the gym for summer, uh, and they changed to doing some more endurance aerobic work. And that's actually you know, what, uh, what changes their, their actual um, physical uh, recovery, their physical performance, their release of endorphins, um, which gets them more relaxed in a more relaxed state, and they're able to perform better when they get up and running. Uh, maybe it is their, their natural talents. Maybe they do realize that, you know what, I've been an accountant. Uh, I'm sitting here trying to make my millions online you know, doing trading or something like that. And I actually realized that, you know what, I'm supposed to be an artist or I'm supposed to be someone creative outdoors. I've been you know, flogging a dead horse here for so long because I thought it was something that would make me lots of money. But you know what, it's so hard for me. It's so difficult for me that, you know what, I just went and picked up a brush or just went and you know, started uh, you know, learning guitar and it just came naturally and that's, you know, I can be super successful in my own right doing that. So it's such a, a hard conversation or it's such a hard question to answer 
is there one thing that I should do? And I know lots of people like to say mindset, uh, and I actually used to be the same way and think it was more of the mindset. But now we understand, and because we work with the most amazing you know, physicians and scientists internationally, we now know that you can actually change your mindset and change your brain physiology, change your neurochemistry through foods, through your environment, you know, through the careers or natural talents that you're doing, uh, you know, through your mind and your personality, through social interactions. Um, there's so many different ways that you can now change your mindset or your brain physiology, if you like, uh, rather than just even having to go through things like meditation or, or yoga and all those sorts of things. So there's, a, there's, um, there's certainly such a, a huge place for all that, but it depends on who you are as to what you need right now. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you, Matt. That's great. Yeah, it's great to know that it's like more personalized and that it's true when they say that everyone's on their own journey, right? <laughs> We're all at different levels in different areas of our life. So and that's a great Very true. answer. Beautiful. And, and, thing, and things do change over time. Um, you had, mm. Back to talking about gene expression, you're a different person in, uh, in three months' time than what you are right now. Uh, and it's really important to harness that and to understand that and be aware of that. That you know, And often we understand that when we look backwards and say, you know what, what I've done through my life, I've changed my job seven times or I've lived in 16 different places. Um, you, know, you do that naturally and things come up, but we are ever-evolving humans. We change all the time. And, uh, and to be aware of that means that you can harness that you can improve your performance, you can improve your efficiency, and you can really harness uh, what you need for success. Now, I feel like you touched a lot on inspiration, right? Uh, being inspired, finding a creativity, finding something that lights you up. What do you feel is a great way to stay motivated? Because it's slightly yeah. different to inspiration, right? Inspiration has kind of a longer burn. It's like empowering. It sparks creativity. But what about motivation? Yeah, sure. Uh, that's that's an interesting uh, question as well, and I I don't want to be the guy with a record here saying it's all personalised. But um, motivation is different for different people, and there's there's generally th- if you if we sort of categorise three main types of people, um, and you know, one type of person is going to be someone who's very motivated by success uh, and their definition of success. So this might be something they set a to do list, and uh, maybe they want to um, achieve you know making a million dollars next year. And if they achieve that, they're going to be very, very motivated to try and achieve that. For some other people, success, you know, making money is not that important for them because success is such a broad definition. And so um, someone, someone else's success might be, you know what, I want to have, um, you know, I want to meet another 100 new people and have a, a, you know, a wife or a husband by the end of the year. Um, maybe there's someone else who wants to, you know, meet the president or maybe there's someone else who wants to have their music played along, you know, 50 different stations <clears throat> or something like that. So there's so much of a, a difference there. Uh, there's there's one type of person that's going to have a very goal orientated focus, and they're going to be focused on on the, the motivation to achieve that. And so, if they can set a goal, they can be there's there are people that are more um, more heavily dominant into in terms of the hormone of dopamine. So it's like a rewards behavior loop that if you achieve something, you feel good. They're the people who usually have like the biggest to do list that you've ever seen in your entire life. Uh, <laughs> often a lot of Often a lot of entrepreneurs usually have that, and that's probably you. That's definitely me. Yeah, that's right. I mean, addicted to success, the name in itself tells you that. I, uh, of, yeah, of I'm all about the to-do list and knocking them out. Absolutely. And, uh, and if, you, if you went and did a PH360 profile, I'm sure it would tell you that you would be most dominant in dopamine. Uh, and that, that's important for you to have your achievements so that you can actually feel good. You get a release of dopamine. You feel good and it inspires you and motivates you to do, do more of that and to, to keep on achieving success. Again, it'll help you be addicted to success. Yes. Uh, there's, there's other people that will be motivated by uh, those around them, by uh, their social circumstances and some people that would say, you know what, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to start, I'm going to take my guitar down to the beach. I'm going to start playing some, some tunes one night. And you know what, next week there was three people that showed up 
and next week there was 10, next week there was 20, and the week after that there was 30, and the week after that there was, there was 50. And then six months later, there's 200 people that show up and we're all jamming out uh, down the beach uh, playing guitar and playing music and everyone's having a great time. And they would be motivated and driven by the community that's around them and by their social influences, their social interactions. Uh, again, that's people, they're not doing it. Maybe there's nothing to do with money involved in this, but they're very, very motivated by the people around them. Uh, the same sort of areas that people might be motivated by how many people are cheering them on and saying, you do such a great job, well done, congratulations. Uh, whereas the first people I spoke about wouldn't wouldn't mind so much. And again, if I, I hope you don't mind if I use you as an example there, you probably wouldn't be too fussed. If you had people that were really cheering you on or if you had people that were critics, it wouldn't really matter because you're going to achieve success anyway. You're going to be motivated to do what you need to do. Uh, whereas other people are much more influenced by the social interactions and, and people's other people's uh, interactions around them. And so they're more motivated you know, by other people being ex excited and inspired around them. Uh, whereas um, you know, the first lot of people may not need to have that external uh, motivation around them to be motivated themselves. They're more, more intrinsic or more, more uh, internally motivated as opposed to externally motivated uh, with some others. Uh, and then you have a, a group of people who are kind of in between, a bit of both of those. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's interesting that there's a lot of different ways that we're all motivated. And again, it's, I, I, I always want to be careful not to just give one answer of what I think uh, because I know that other people are very different to me. And what motivates me is very different to what motivates other people. So I know that uh, you mentioned to me earlier before this call, it would have been last week when we were chatting, you were talking about the importance of like self-awareness. So how do we become more self-aware? Because I think that's a huge part of being successful. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think um, yeah, one of the, the things that we've been working on, as I mentioned before, for, for over 10 years is, is, uh, is PH360Me, which is uh, PH360.me if you're interested to check it out. Uh, this is probably the best best way that we can think of uh, at the moment to become aware of what's what's good for you and how unique you are. And our message really is a message of uniqueness: is is go and find out who you are, go and find out what's right for you. Um, there's you know in, in PhD sixty you can do an assessment, and within thirty minutes you can find out uh, all the different areas in, in the genetics that we spoke about, from the foods that are good for you, even to the specific foods that you should be avoiding, um, to you know, the best environments, indoors and outdoor environments, the social interactions that are going to help you know, get, help you keep excited and in flow uh, versus those that are going to probably drain and, and suck a bit of energy out of you. Um, you know, the exercises that are the best exercise for you to do or the activity, um, you know, the, the natural talents that you have, you know, what comes naturally to you and even about your personality and your mind section and understanding some of these things. So that, that's a, just such an easy way now to, to go and um, access this information to save yourself so, so many years uh, and so many decades often with a lot of us that, that go through the trial and error of getting there. We're really trying to bring a, a tool out uh, that uh, can help people understand who they are you know, uniquely and actually make a big difference uh, because not one of us are the same and that is really you know, everyone, you know, each and every single person on this planet has a different set of genes. Each and every person has a different environment and a different lifestyle. There's not one single one of us that are the same, not even identical twins. Um, so we all have different foods, different exercises, different environments, different jobs we do, different friends we have, different personalities. And so PH360 is really this you know, smart health app that can translate what your genes are saying and automatically make healthy decisions for you so you can be happy, healthy, operate it at your highest potential uh, and really have a, the best possible chance for success. Excellent. So if you haven't already, make sure you head over there and check it out. Can we download the actual app or is it an online app? It's an online app. It's a web app. So you can just log in 
uh, through PHD60.me, uh, but it's uh, it's available on all your mobile devices, uh, so you can you know, take it shopping at the here with you on your on your mobile phone or iPad as you need to. But uh, it was a it was a pretty pretty hefty back end to it, so it's a it's a web app at the moment. Um, but it's uh, yeah very very powerful. So I'd love for, love to encourage you guys to check it out if you're looking to find out uh, what's right for you in in terms of getting in flow, performing better, and, and achieving success. Excellent, good on you, Matt. So another question I wanted to ask you was. A lot of the addicted to success listeners and viewers, they are into self-development books, learning, right, through uh, either courses or videos or online education. What would you say has been the highest impacting book that you've ever read or course you've done? Uh, that's a good question, actually, Joel. And I'd, I'd like to say, uh, I don't know if this is embarrassing or not, but I haven't actually read a book since year 10. Uh, so I, <laughs> if I read... <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I, um, I I often get given many books when I meet people. Uh, of you know, we're doing a lot of interesting work in in pioneering this area. We've we've uh, you know, recently been working with you know, organisations like you know, United States Army. Uh, recently addressed United Nations and just done a TED talk recently in LA. So we're having some big conversations about this stuff. But I actually uh, I, I I'm not someone who reads other people's stuff. I, I guess I uh, am very in touch and very in tune with what I like and what I need. Um, and what really motivates and inspires me, and and uh, I'm I'm quite individual on that front. So I don't I don't actually read other people's books, which uh, which isn't anything uh, that <laughs> anything to suggest other people shouldn't. Uh, and often people can get a lot of advice and direction from those. But uh, I tend to be more on the uh, reading you know, articles, journal articles on the latest in science and medicine and things like that. If I'm going to do some reading. Uh, to keep up to to speed on the latest that's happening in that area, so I um I I, uh, I love I love the concepts. The personal development space is so important, and I really just love the message of success for people. I really love what you're doing uh, to help inspire people to actually go out there and achieve success. And again, the definition of success is so different for so many people. It's not just making money and being a great entrepreneur with money in the bank. Is success is is what life's all about. Uh, yeah, we I, I often talk about being happy and healthy. Uh, yeah, is success in its own right. And so we really encourage, you know, we've, we've found, um, you know, one of the, the biggest things that, uh, that correlate is health. Uh, health correlates with success, correlates with performance. And uh, it, it really is such a, a fascinating interrelation and interdependence that exists in all these areas. And, of course, they all go hand in hand. You can, you know, how, how would you expect to be successful if you're always in pain or if you've got chronic disease, uh, you know, either physically or mentally performing well or, or at your highest capacity, you know, it's almost near impossible. And so, you know, these, I guess, you know, if you've got friends or family that need to get healthy or need to, you know, looking to achieve success, um, you know, go and find out how unique you are. Go and find out what's right for you to fuel your brain and fuel your body. Go and find out the best environments for you to be a genius in. Go and find out the best people to hang out with that's, that's going to help you, you know, perceive inspiration or motivate you better. Um, you know, go and find out, most importantly, what your natural talents are so you can really focus on what you're a natural genius at and become, a, you know, I guess, really become the true success story that you already know you can be yeah excellent Matt that's great advice I just want to end this with one last question Matt if you don't mind of course this uh, question is if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world what would that last 30 seconds sound like live live life the way that your body was intended be happy be healthy be successful and uh, realize that we're all here for a much bigger purpose and a much bigger perspective than we realize at our at our point in time in our lives. So uh, love and happiness is uh, is really what it's all about. And the sooner we can realize that, the sooner our lives will change and, and we'll start heading a, a better trajectory as a human race. Beautiful. Thank you, Matt. Good on you, champ. Thanks, Joel. All the Cheers, best. buddy.
See you then. Bye.